Hey, Wowzers, Mindy here. And before we start the show, I've just got a quick message for your grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups, NPR is conducting a little survey to help us learn more about you and what you think of Wow in the World. Why? Well, so that we can continue to make our show even better for you and your family. To take this quick survey, just visit npr.org slash wowsurvey. Again, that's npr.org slash wowsurvey. That's it. And now let's get on with the show. Well, I have to say, I was feeling a little apprehensive about having you stay here for a whole week, but, you know, any friend of Eleanor's is a friend of mine. Now, I know you must be homesick, and I want you to know that those feelings are valid, but I'm going to do everything I can to make you feel comfortable and content while you are here. If you'll follow me, you'll see that I've got your room all set up. I've got a brand new hypoallergenic mattress on the bed, some tools for cognitive stimulation. Oh, and I left you some sparkling water in that bowl over there on the floor. Coming! Whoa! Whoa! I'm coming! Ah, slow down! You're gonna crash! Ah, through the door! Whoa! Hey, boy! Hey, where did you come from? Oh, my beautiful door! Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Well, I see you've met Beardsley, Mindy. <sighs> Sorry, Guy Raz. I heard a dog over here, but by the way you were talking to it, I figured you were probably just recording a new podcast or something. Isn't that right, Beardsley? Isn't that right? Was Guy Raz talking to you like you were a guest on a podcast? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Well, Beardsley is actually my friend Eleanor's dog. She asked me to dog sit while she went to Paris. She asked you to dog sit? Yeah, well, why do you sound so surprised? Well, for one, you send me back home every time I come to your house wearing a Chewbacca costume and covered in a flea circus. Okay, okay, first of all, no human should ever be covered in fleas. And second of all, there is not a single flea to be found on Beardsley because we just got back from the groomers and... Hold the phone. Guy Raz. What? Let me see your glasses. Ah, Mindy, take my glasses off. Are your eyes on my eyes deceiving me? Or did you and Beardsley get matching haircuts? So what if we did? Oh, man, are you getting Beardsley matching glasses and a matching tweed jacket, too? Well, actually, the glasses should be here in about five business days, and we're getting him fitted for a jacket this afternoon. I found a place that does reinforced elbow patches for dogs. Guy Raz, why are you trying to turn a dog into a furry version of yourself? Uh, do you really want to know the reason, Mindy? Do I really want to know the reason, Guy Raz? Well, it's because I've been trying to bond with Beardsley all morning long, and nothing seems to work. Huh. 
Hmm. Well, what have you done? Uh, you know, the usual bonding techniques. I asked him about his family, shared some of my hopes and dreams. I played two truths and a lie. We did a few trust falls. And so what happened? Well, he just walked away and fell asleep. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry to have to be the one to tell you this, Guy Raz. But you're kind of doing this whole bonding with the dog thing all wrong. Yeah, I guess you're right. We probably should have just skipped all the small talk and gone right to pedicures. By the way, do dogs have toenails? Roz, I'm not talking about pedicures. I'm talking about, about, well, here, let me just show you. Mindy, you have a pet pigeon. What do you know about? Who's a spicy little furry meatball? You are. Yes, you are. Let me rub that chubby bunny little belly of yours. You're so cute and delicious, I can just eat you up. Yes, I could. Yes, I could. I can just put you in a hot dog bun and eat you up. Mindy, stop. You cannot eat Beardsley. What? I'm dog-sitting for him, Mindy. He's on loan. I can't tell my friend Eleanor that my friend went off the rails and ate her dog on a bun. I wasn't going to eat. Eat her dog, Guy Raz. But you just said... I say a lot of crazy things. It doesn't mean that I mean them. But... It's psychology, Guy Raz. Psychology? You mean the science of mind and behavior? Yeah, and in this case, the mind and behavior of humans and dogs and what behaviors make them feel close or bonded. So let me get this straight. Telling a dog you're going to eat it will make it feel closer to you? Okay, let's just move on from the whole eating the dog thing, okay? Gladly. And let's focus more on how I was talking to Beardsley. Like a clown mixed with a dolphin mixed with an ice cream truck? Wow, that is oddly specific, but... Yeah. I'm not sure I'm following. Okay, so as you noticed, I was talking in a high-pitched, rhythmic baby voice, right? Yeah, I think even the neighbors noticed that, Mindy. And I was saying things like, who's a good boy? And, and I could just put you in a hot dog bun and eat you all up. Guy Raz, again, let's move on from the hot dog eating stuff, okay? Wait, you said... I know what I said, but what I want to focus on is why I was talking to Beardsley that way. And that has to do with psychology or the science of mind and behavior? You're picking up what I'm putting down, Guy Raz. Phew. Okay, so I just read about this new study from researchers at the University of York Psychology Department, and what they wanted to find out was whether or not the way humans talk to their pets had anything to do with how they were able to bond with them. So kind of like how people tend to baby talk when they're trying to communicate with babies? Exactly like that. And there's even a name for that baby talk that grown-ups use. It's called infant-directed speech. Oh, right. I think we've known for a while that talking to babies in that high-pitched baby talk voice actually helps babies to learn how to speak and how to bond with their grown-ups. You got it. So knowing this, these researchers set out to discover whether the same was true for dogs and other pets. So they wanted to know if baby talking to a dog helps to form a stronger bond between the dog and its owners. Yeah, basically, their mission was to find out whether or not how humans talk to their pets and if what they say matters when it comes to bonding with them. So this must have been an interesting experiment. A bunch of scientists in a laboratory baby talking to dogs? 
gotta kill Anything for science, Guy Raz. So how did they do it? I mean, how did they conduct the experiment? Well, I could tell you. Yeah? But I'd rather show you. Uh, Come on, let's go find a bunch of dogs. Mindy, I... Ah, just trust me. Beardsley, you can come too. Come here, Boom. Yes, you go. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. You know, I was just about to... Whoa! Looks like Beardsley is walking you, Guy Ross. Hey, wait up, you two! Run, 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 run! Beardsley, sit! Mindy, untie me from this leash! How did you get yourself all tangled up in this leash? Oh, wow. Those are cute dogs. Are they twins? Oh, oh, thank you. Well, this one is actually... I'm a human! He's a human dog. Oh, gross. Never mind. Probably has abstract thoughts. Mindy! Get back up on your hind legs, Guy Raz. Beardsley, you get back down on your four legs. You're confusing people. Let me just untangle this leash here. I can't take you two anywhere. Guy Raz, you're the human. Beardsley, you're the dog. The human walks the dog, not the other way around. You got it? (laughs) Okay, so now that we've got that under control, we're just going to need, like, 20 more dogs. Mindy, that's a bad... Free dog walking for sale! Come and get your dog walk! Free dog walking for one for all! You got a dog? You a dog? Come and get one! What in the... Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks. I'll have him back in 10 minutes. Thank you. Ooh, she's a real live wire, this one. Thanks. Have a great time. Meet you back here in a few. Oh, and we're also going to stop by our laboratory to conduct a quick and totally safe experiment. Okay, bye. Mindy. Well, ready to head back to the lab, Guy Raz? No. Okay, let's just see how many dogs we have here. One, two, did I already count that one? Three, four, 24. Okay, all right, now you take a dozen and I'll take a dozen plus beards. Are you sure this is a good idea, Mindy? Yes, of course I'm not sure this is a good idea, Guy Raz. Come on, we've only got 10 minutes until I have to return all these dogs. <sighs> okay. Here we... Wait, wait up, Mindy, wait for me! <laughs> Okay, here we are. Now you hold on to these leashes, Guy Raz, and I'll hold the lab door open. Single file line, you little four-legged fur balls. After you, after you, after you, hi. After you, after you, after you, after you, after you, after you, after you. There, I think we got them all inside. Wait, where's Beardsley? Wow, I hardly even recognized you in those glasses. You really are starting to look like Guy Raz's furry four-legged twin. Beardsley, give me back my glasses. I can't see anything. Beardsley, give him back his glasses. Thank you. Good dog. Good dog. Good little furry little spicy little meatball. So now what, Mindy? I can hardly hear myself think. Are you sure that this is what the researchers did when they conducted this experiment? Yes. I am not sure that this is what the researchers did when they conducted this experiment. So what's the first step? Well, we've already accomplished the first step, and that is to get into a room with a bunch of dogs. Are you sure they used this many dogs? Uh, no. I think you might have overdone it. Me? Okay, everyone. 
Mindy? I know, me neither. Okay, so now what? So the first thing I'm going to do is observe or watch and learn from the way the dogs react to the way you talk to them, okay? Why do I have to do the talking? Okay, so first thing I'm going to need you to do is say a bunch of dog-related things, like who's a good boy and were you digging in the trash again? Okay, I think I got this. Uh, excuse me, uh, dogs, uh, I have a few questions I- I'd like to pose to you. Guy <clears throat> Ross, just get to the questions. I'm ready to observe. Uh, right, right. Um, who's a good boy? Were you digging in the trash again? No, not like that. What? You need to say it in that high-pitched baby voice. You know, your dog-directed voice. Try again. You know, on second thought, let, let's just get these dogs back to their owners. Come on, Guy Raz, you can do it. Uh, Come on now, little buddy. Who's a good boy? Who's been digging in the trash? You know what they say about a dog being a guy's best friend. Okay, now everyone, heal. Sit. Stay. Phew, thanks for that. Sing. Make me a sandwich. Okay, so what's next? So now it's your turn to observe me while I speak to these dogs in an adult-directed voice and using adult-directed words, okay? Okay. Hello, dogs. I enjoy competitive cornhole. I'm thinking about refinancing my home mortgage. I was once mistaken for a land otter. Okay, what are you observing, Guy Raz? Well, the same thing you are, Mindy. The dogs look pretty, uh, confused. Okay, so what did we learn from this experiment? Uh, that there's such a thing as competitive cornhole? No, with the dogs. What did we learn from observing the dogs' reactions to our different ways of talking to them? Oh, oh, right. Well, it was pretty obvious to me that most of those dogs seem to bond a lot more with me after I talked to them and that high-pitched baby voice. Right, and that was exactly what these researchers observed when they conducted their own experiment like this. Okay, you ready for the next one? Uh, there's more? Yeah, I told the owners that we'd have their dogs back in like 10 minutes. Uh, okay, uh, what's next? Now, we're gonna shake things up. Oh, no. Mindy Beardsley's hardly even able to sit and stay. I don't know if he's ready to learn to shake yet. So the next question the researchers had was, do dogs react to what we say or how we say it? So in that case, we should probably do some swapping. I'll use my high-pitched dog-directed voice, only this time I'll say non-dog-related things. You got it, little buddy. Grown-up things, but in a baby voice. Go for it. Okay, here goes. Who wants some kale salad with freshly grated Parmesan? Who's a good congressional candidate? Good job, Guy Raz. Now I'm going to use my adult-directed voice and say dog-related things, okay? Okay, I'm ready to observe. 
Let me smell your puppy breath. Do you have to poop? Do you have to poop? Get off that mail carrier. Huh. That was odd, Mindy. These dogs still look confused. Okay, so now let's observe who the dogs want to sniff more now. Huh. They're not moving, Mindy. It seems like they're not interested in either one of us now. I guess it's safe to say that dogs respond most to high-pitched baby talk, especially when the person is also saying words that make sense to dogs. Yeah, and that's what these researchers discovered in their own experiments as well. That when it comes to dogs, it not only matters what you say, but also how you say it. And Mindy, I'm assuming that this research could really come in handy for people like veterinarians and animal rescue workers. Exactoritos, Guy Raz. But they found that speaking to dogs in dog-directed speech or baby talk while saying dog-directed things or things that dogs can kind of understand was especially important when it came to adult dogs. And what about puppies? Well, they found that puppies also responded to baby talk the most, but it didn't seem to matter what these researchers were actually saying to them. So they could say something like, Always remember to floss your teeth and brush for two minutes. Ah! Get these puppies off of me! Wait, stay still! I'm trying to snap a pic to post on my face face! Here, Roz, stop wiggling! Ah, there, got it! Uh, a little fuzzy, but I guess that'll do. Who wants a puppy treat? I, I do, I, I do, I want a puppy treat! No, not you, Guy Roz! I'm trying to save you from the puppies! Wait, wait, is that my organic, free-range, grass-fed st- Where's the bee? Where's the bee? Oh, yeah, where's the bee? Where's the bee? My beautiful steak! Okay, Guy Raz, we gotta get these dogs back to their owners. Hop on this sled. Sled? Oh, no, Mindy. It's an urban dog sled. I invented it. Now, hold on tight, because here we... Wow in the world, we'll be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from S.C. Johnson, maker of Ziploc. Committed to inspiring creative confidence in kids to fuel their future, Ziploc is working with KiwiCo to create meaningful STEM projects and facilitate children's learning. Find out more on Ziploc.com. That's it! Back to the show! to record. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Mia. And my name is Seth. And we're from Marion Station, Pennsylvania. My wow is that cheese is made by adding an enzyme called rennet to to milk that turns it into a solid. My wow is if you try to break a spaghetti noodle in half, It always breaks into three pieces. Bye. Wait, can I ask you a question? Does Reggie eat junk food while he's doing video games? Oh, no. Reggie never eats junk food. (laughs) Reggie, no. Cheese puffs aren't junk food. They're one of the five main food groups. Fruits, vegetables, grains, meats, 
and cheese puffs. Hi, Minnie and Guy Raz. Our names are Paxton and Sophia, and we live in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Our wow is that sharks, when they get hungry, too hungry. They follow whales and eat their poop. Bye. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Brielle, and I am seven years old, and I live on Long Island, New York. My wow in the world is when lightning strikes sand, it turns to glass. I know you can hear this, Dennis. Say hi to Grandma G-Force for me. Hi, Grandma G-Force. Did somebody call my name? Bye, I love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Cameron, and I live in Corvallis, Oregon. My wow in the world is one ingredient to dynamite is peanuts. Love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Woody, and I live in Niskayuna, New York. My wow in the world is that dinosaurs evolved to birds. Bye. Hi, my name is Anushka, and I live in San Francisco City. And my wow in the world is that chubby bars have long front teeth that never stop growing. Say hi to Reggie for me. Bye. <laughs> I'm Mindy Dyroff. My name is Brooke, and I am from Salt Lake City, Utah. And my wow in the world is that the tallest person in the world is 8 feet and 11 inches. Isn't that amazing? Say hi to Grandma G-Force and Dennis for me. Hi! Bye. Love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Hazel, and I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. My wow in the world is the biggest spider in the world is a Goliath. Bird eating spider. Don't worry, Dennis. They don't bite humans. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. Ner- I'm not nervous. I'm not nervous. Just <laughs> Reggie. Of course I'm nervous, but they don't know that. End of messages. Hey everyone, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Yellow. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Casey Kofer, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, Call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on wowing. Jinx! The world.
episode was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR. Going on a big group trip always sounds good in theory, but it can get tricky when you get there and have totally different expectations. Check out NPR Life Kit's new guide on navigating group travel or subscribe to Life Kit All Guides for all our episodes all in one place.